Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. You'll experience human expression in its highest form. Not just a house that walks, but a house that takes care of each other. A house, sure. a house that where the mother or the father of the house houses and, 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 and counsels. They live unabashedly. They live true. Mm-hmm. And not all of us do that. Ballroom culture is now a mainstay in popular culture. And I'm not talking about folks waltzing, swinging, or doing the two-step. The ballroom we're talking about today is championed by black and brown LGBTQ artists in dance, music, and fashion. The most visible local example of ballroom in pop culture? Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour, which swept St. Louis off its feet just last month, and it fits that bill. And St. Louis's own ballroom scene is featured in a documentary premiering tonight at the Contemporary Art Museum. Here to discuss that film, tens across the board, is its director and the founder of Brody's Work Productions, Bobby Best. Bobby, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. How you doing? Thank you for having me. Now, Tens Across the Board focuses on the Tens Balls organized by Maven Lee. Um, back in May, we had Maven Lee and Vanessa Frost right here in the studio to discuss the Tens Ball, right. which kicked off Pride Month in St. Louis. And I learned then that the phrase Tens Across the Board means getting the highest score a performer can get in competition while representing their house, uh, which are like, teams that compete in categories like catwalk, femme, queen, realness, and others. Of all the things that you could choose to produce a documentary on, why did you choose St. Louis's ballroom culture? Well, um, I'm originally from Washington, D.C., and on the East Coast, ballroom culture kind of originated there. And I've always been a fan of it, you know. So even before, like, Pose was a big thing, the show Pose was a big thing. Sure. I've just always been a fan of it, been a fan of the music that goes along with it, all the house music and everything. And when I got the opportunity to, uh, you know, document the scene here, which I feel is very underrepresented, especially being so close to Chicago, mm. it kind of gets dwarfed. Not even dwarfed, it's just overseen, it's overshadowed. Yeah. I wanted to, I jumped at the opportunity. Okay. So, yeah. And is that the story you're trying to tell in this documentary? The story I'm trying to tell is actually the story of, it's dual. It's it's, it's dual purposes. Um, it's the, the story of ballroom with this younger generation of, uh, of LGBTQI performers in the city and the story of Maven's, Tens. I mean, he, he mm-hmm. made this. He made this from the ground up, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of it was made in a. He wanted to create a safe space that he didn't have as he was coming up in mainstream ballroom, and it's very near and dear to him. And when you hear him talk about it, he's so passionate. I just had to document it. Yeah. yeah. And who are you envisioning as the the audience for this? The audience for this, you know, one would think the ballroom community, but I think to me. I think everybody can take something from this documentary. It's not just, you know, uh, getting, honestly, it's not just about getting your tens. It's not just about walking balls, but it's about community. Um, there's a segment in the, the documentary where we kind of discover what a house is. 
and um, not just a house that walks, but a house that takes care of each other, a house, sure. a house that where the mother or the father of the house houses and and and, and counsels and. And I think that's just valuable in society nowadays in general. Yeah. yeah. Now, throughout the documentary, we hear from legends of the ballroom scene, including Maven Lee, the founder of the Tens Ball. Let's listen to a clip from one of their interviews that's featured in the film. You know that feeling when you get to let it out, when you get to be the person that you're not on an everyday basis, when you get to express yourself freely, when you get to feel it, you get to feel in yourself, you get to thinking about the things that you've done that make you feel proud, that make you feel good. You get to feel worthy and valuable sometimes when you have doubts. Um, it's that moment for me where I'm just the fabulous thing in the world. If I don't feel like that every day, I feel like it in that moment. That was Maven Lee, founder of Tens and the executive producer for the documentary film Tens Across the Board. You know, what I'm hearing there is not just about feeling yourself, but feeling the support of other people, of acceptance. You touched on that a little bit earlier about Maven's uh, personal story. Who else is featured in the film and what do they share about why they became involved with the ballroom scene in St. Louis. So uh, there are quite a few people. I don't want to leave too many people out, but, uh, uh, you know, so we highlight um, Miani, for instance. Uh, Miani is actually not just a walker and a, 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 an icon when it comes to the face category, but she also uh, has like a house in South City and she welcomes all young people and just, People got kicked out of their homes for being themselves and all that. Th that she does that. Mm -hmm. Then there's someone like Amaria who really one day should run for public office because <laughs> she, she's just she's just very uh, she's just about the community. Yeah, uh, and she's also a great walker. And she's uh, her runway skills are amazing. So there's a, a plethora of people in the dock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know you are someone who is a transplant. <clears throat> From Washington, D.C., right. and you moved here two years ago. Mm -hmm. What is it that you learned about St. Louis and ballroom in that time as a newcomer to the city? As a newcomer, I would say what I've learned, you know, I don't want to steal your question, but what I'll say is more so what I learned about, the, the most important thing is what I learned about myself um, from being around uh, at these tens events, being around Maven, being around him, having him let me into his world and in, being introduced to some of these people and in some cases even befriending some of them. Um, I like to say I did not learn. They, they, they live they live unabashedly. They live true. Mm -hmm. And not all of us do that. Yeah. And I've spent a lot of years not doing that. So, you know, I like to say uh, I may not know how to Run, walk, walk, runway like Amaria. I may not know how to vogue like Mariah, but I know how to live now. Yeah. They told me how to live. Well, and there's no stealing here. There's it's sharing. All right, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. That's what I like to hear. So, you know, Tens is a feature-length documentary by the Academy's standards, and I know that a feature-length documentary film. It, I mean, it can take about a year to film, let alone to edit. And master, how long was the production of this documentary? Okay, so I don't want to pat myself on the back. No, you can do so. How, do that <laughs> however, so we, we filmed this over the course of six or seven months. Um, it all started with a meeting at 
Maccabees coffee shop. Mocabees? Mocabees. Oh, yes. There you go. Mocabees. Uh, sure. Free coffee now. So, but, but, um, but, uh, so it started there. And yeah, we started immediately, you know, hit the ground running. So about seven months. And then the edit itself, I started editing about three months in because I, we were trying to make uh, we're trying to make festival deadlines, sure, okay. and we were trying to make um, like Pride Tower Grove Prideish air. You yeah. Know? So um, yeah, it's, it's been a task. It's been because this isn't the only thing I do. You know, I, I'm a videographer by trade, but it's been uh, it's been a wonderful experience. I yeah. wouldn't trade it for the world. So this film, Tens Across the Board, is going to be premiering tonight at the Contemporary Art Museum as part of the Tens Awards Ball. And for people who are going to go to this evening's screening at CAM, what do you hope they remember from the evening? What I would say is when you come to, when you come to CAM tonight, you will, you'll experience human expression in its highest form um, without apology, without judgment, just expression. And if you're not, if you don't leave inspired, something's wrong with you. Bobby Best is the founder of Brody's Work Production and director of the documentary film, Tens Across the Board. Bobby, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. This episode was produced by Maya Norfleet. Our audio engineer is Aaron Doerr. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.